Hey, 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 welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Emotion Monday. <laughs> I am so excited about this topic that we will be discussing tonight. It is the timing of God, all right? <laughs> so as you see, it is head wrap and lip gloss Monday. <laughs> I'm a little silly tonight, uh, guys, so bear with me. So let me just go ahead and just get my welcome out the way. Welcome, welcome, welcome even to my podcast listeners that will listen to this episode on tonight. I want to thank you for tuning in every week, for pushing play every week from all over the world. Literally, people are tuning in from all over the world. And I thank God and I take it not for granted that you ran across you know, um, Emotion Mondays, you know, the Psalms of My Emotions uh, Ministries podcast. I'm just so thankful, so grateful that someone is getting um, confirmation, getting healing. You know, that is our hashtag. Let the healing begin. So um, if you guys have not watched the Psalms of My Emotions, any of these episodes, we know that Emotion Monday is a play on words. Emotion is electronic motion. And pretty much Monday is kind of like a hard day, you know, coming off of a weekend, no matter what weekend you've had, you know, especially coming off Sunday. If you attend church, you know, um, maybe you're, you've been praying, you've been waiting for confirmation, you've been waiting to God to speak to you in a way, running across this episode, this show, this ministry page, you may be receiving the answer that you need for your inner healing, for your emotional healing. So here I am. That is my purpose. I asked God what day he wanted me to do these live, these broadcasts on. And he said, Monday, what time, God, you want me to do it on Monday? What time also, God? Because, you know, I asked God about everything, right? You know, he gives it to me. So I asked him about every detail. What time? Six o'clock. <laughs> so most of the time, majority of the time I am on here every Monday at 6 p.m. So tune in. If I'm not, you guys will get notifications if I can't make it or whatever the case may be. Emotion Mondays are here every Monday at 6 p.m. and also available on podcast wherever, you know, you listen to your podcast. You can even search, you know, it's on Amazon Music, um, it's just all kinds of platforms. Just talk, type in the Psalms of my emotions and I should pop up. All right. And also I just started being active on Twitter. So also, you know, I, I can, I tweet some and the podcast link does upload on there as well. So welcome, welcome, welcome. We're going to get right into the topic. And again, like I said, the hashtag is let the healing begin. So how usually Mondays go is that I write a blog. And what I do is read it and speak in between. You know, we have a discussion. If there's questions, if there's, you know, comments or anything, you know, I allow God to speak even through the writings, you know, that he has given me. Usually God gives me a word or he gives me something to minister in between the lines. So we're going to go ahead and get started. So the topic of today is the timing of God the timing of God. And I did do a podcast, a short podcast on the timing of God, same subject, but this seems to be just so imperative 
so important that God wanted me to do uh, Emotion Monday and to discuss this and a blog to discuss this even further, because I believe like right now, and I just feel like the temperature um, right now is that there is a rush, you know, there's a rush on God doing what he said that he would do. You know, there's an impatience there. There's a, um, you know, kind of an uneasiness because of things that are going on. We see a bunch of people dying. You know, we're in a pandemic. We're still in a pandemic, right? <laughs> we're in a pandemic. There's things going on. So now we're in a rush. Like, well, God, where is what you have? Where, what is, where is what you have promised me? And is there something I got to do? Like we're tempted to help God in some areas. And I just wanted to kind of emphasize, you know, what that means, you know, what God's timing means, because sometimes we look at and we tell people in God's timing to some people, it kind of sound like a curse word, you know, like, oh, I got to wait forever because God's timing is just it's just brutal. You know, I can't wait any longer. And I'm telling you, there is a blessing in the timing of God. So I'm just going to go ahead and read and we're going to hit go ahead and get started. So all those that may be tuning in, you know, just say hello, you know, um, introduce yourself, whatever it is. And if you guys want to share, you can go ahead and share, you know, you are welcome to do that. This is a public group. So you are welcome to share. So let's get started, y'all. <laughs> Um, the hardest thing to understand about God is his timing. How many of you agree? Those that are watching the replay, you know, you can also start, you know, comment if you're watching the replay. The hardest thing to understand about God is his timing. That's the thing I would say that frustrates a lot of people is his timing because we don't know when, we don't know even how, you know, God is going to bring something to pass. You know, we just know to just hang on his word to know that he's going to do it. You know, we don't necessarily know when, you know, he knows that we don't necessarily know when, unless he really tells us, but most of the time we just have to hang out. We just have to hang out with God and let him do what he does. Um, not only does our wants become a non-factor in his plan, but our emotions don't matter either. How many of you know that it doesn't matter how much you kick, how much you scream, how much you cry. It's not going to bring God's will in the time. It's not going to bring it any faster. It's going to happen exactly when he wants things to happen. All right. So God's timing, the hardest thing to figure out and the hardest thing to understand. Time belongs to him. And it is nothing that we can do about it. It belongs to him and there is nothing we can do about it. You know, sometimes we, we have the misconception that it belongs to us. You know that we have control of it. We know when things should be done. And really we don't. If we are in the will of God, if we are, you know, in his alignment, I believe we move according to his alignment, but we have to have that relationship. We have to communicate with him frequently to even know where we're supposed to go. Sometimes we don't even understand why we're moving, why we are moving the way we are moving sometimes. Sometimes, if you ever thought about it, I would say and give this example. 
a little bit before the pandemic started, I started buying things, you know, I started buying uh, extra uh, toilet paper. I started buying extra um, sanitizing wipes or whatever. I just started buying extra stuff. And I was like, God, why am I buying this extra stuff? And lo and behold, a few months later, here comes, you know, the pandemic. Here comes COVID. Here comes everything being shut down. So sometimes we don't know and, and, and we move, but we got to move out of in alignment with God. And that just only comes with relationship and, and communication. So as I said, time belongs to him. And it is nothing that we can do about it. You know, I said that it doesn't matter how much we kick, how much we scream. There is nothing that we can do, nothing we can do to speed up time. There is nothing that we can do because he owns it, right? So all that we can do is obey. Uh, we can pout, scream, roll on the floor, run around a room a million times. And if something is not in the timing of God, none of that makes anything come to pass sooner. Nothing. Nothing. You know, we can be emotional. We could cry till our eyes are red, till we are blue in the face. That does not move God, right? So the blessing in God's time is that it is perfect. You know, the blessing in God, I want to read that again, you know, let's in, and take that in. The blessing in God's time is that it is perfect. One thing that we can rest assured is that God's time is perfect. You know, I don't know if you guys can witness to that. I can definitely witness and testify to that fact that God's time is perfect. It is just the way that it is supposed to be. And so I read it in the article that for us, God's timing often feels like a long, desperate delay. God's perfect timing does two things. It grows our faith as we are forced to wait and trust in God. And it makes certain that he and he alone gets the glory and praise for pulling us through. And then it kind of attached the scripture Psalms, Psalm 31, 15, my times are in your hands. This is when David, you know, was just saying like, when are you going to get my enemies? When you going to get them? When you going to get them? But then he understands, you know, this is how it started off. My times are in your hands. We have to understand that our timing, our clock is not in our hands. It is in God's hands. And if we've ever moved out of timing of God, we have seen the results. We have seen the repercussions that come out of moving out of God's timing. I know we all have experienced it. Moving, moving how we want to move, moving how our flesh wants to move, moving how our emotions wants to move, right? We just move how we want to because we feel like it's time. All right. <laughs> So even reading the book of Psalms, you see that in between David's cries to God for help ultimately turns into learning patience. You know, David eventually, he learns patience, learning patience and seeing the purpose of waiting on God. You know, he sees why he has to wait. You know, he sees what God is setting up. Sometimes in that wait, God is setting stuff up behind the scenes. He is setting stuff up like a plan that we can even imagine. You know, he is setting it up and it is all for in our favor. It is in our favor. 
when we wait. So that is the blessing, you know, of waiting on God. David's Psalms comes to the conclusion when waiting that God is good and can be trusted. You know, sometimes we wait because God wants to show you that he can be trusted. You know, our plans and our things that we want to do, it can be trusted. We are finicky. We are finicky people. If we were just going and doing things according to how, because usually that's how that goes. We want things according to how we feel. Not necessarily it being the best plans. It's just that we feel it's time. We feel that it should be this way, you know, but time doesn't belong to us. As I said in the beginning, uh, the battles won comes out in favor to David and in return gives God glory. So this just came to me just now. So if we know ultimately that, you know, we, we, we have the victory regardless, we have the victory. And why are we not trusting God? you know, to, to know that he's going to, he's going to fight all of our battles. He's going to make sure that we're on the winning side. If, if we're already victorious, waiting on God is going to make sure we're on the winning side, right? So us doing stuff in our own timing, in our own flesh, we're putting ourselves on the other, you know, on the other side, God got it handled. He got this y'all. He got it. Our problem is it is something about that waiting. <laughs> it is something about that wait. There are things learned while waiting. Now, this is something that I've learned in, in maturing, you know, in the things of Christ and in the things of God, how precious waiting is, you know, how precious it, it, it is. So I'm just going to go ahead and, and um, read some more valuable lessons that not only there are things learned while waiting valuable lessons that not only teach us that everything comes out better when we don't take things into our own hands but waiting brings us closer to god but how do you deal with the discomforts waiting on god's timing you know let's be real nobody likes to wait there's discomforts you feel uncomfortable you feel like you're behind you know then you start doubting yourself you start doubting your giftings you start doubting the things that god tells you to do you know things are not moving things are not seeming like they're progressing you know there are discomforts right there are discomforts waiting on god and it just seems like you're toiling you're toiling and you're just like okay god you're telling me to do this but I just feel it's not going anywhere. And if we are not careful and to just rest in that moment, we'll get into these moments of anxiousness where we'll reach out, we'll be in places, we'll be, you know, attaching ourselves to people to get us to a place that we feel like we should have been at. And you'll end up in a, in a, a, a worse situation than you could have ever imagined. And then now you're praying for God to get you out right? You're praying for God to get you out of trouble, to yank you out of something you put yourself in because you wouldn't wait. Okay. <laughs> so if you have any history in your relationship with God, you can often reflect on the what happened when you allow God to handle and also prepare you for whatever it is that he promised. Let me read that again. 
if you have any history in your relationship with God, you can often reflect on the on what happened when you allowed God to handle also and also prepare you for what it for whatever it is that he promised. So sometimes we may even let out a sigh of relief or a prayer of thank you. Any of any of you any of you had that happen to you where you were waiting on God to do something you like God I need to do it now it needs to happen right now he has you wait and then he reveals why he had you wait and you're sitting there like oh thank you God because if I would have got that I would have been in this mess you know I would have been in a mess and I have a couple of instances I'm not going to say it all but I remember even coming out of high school you know, I've always wanted to just go away to venture off to do, you know, I'm a kind of an adventure person, you know, as far as like going and seeing different places or whatever. But I wanted to go to college, you know, out of state, wanted to just go away. And my eyes were on Dillard in uh, um, Louisiana. And I want to go there so bad, you know, I believe it's in New Orleans, you know, it's just that that area. I wanted to go so bad and but if i would have went to that school my senior year that's when uh, uh hurricane katrina had hit i i don't know what would have happened to me you know so what if i would have pressed my way through made myself a way to go there you know what i mean just press beyond anything i would i don't know what would have happened so even in that moment when that happened I'm looking like I would have been in my senior year down there in the midst of one of the worst storms <laughs> that they had in history, right? So sometimes it's good to just wait or not understanding why you have to be someplace sometimes. Sometimes it's not comfortable, but it's in the timing of God. You know, you have to wait. He'll launch you. He'll put you in places when it's his timing, right? So... You know, sometimes we let we may even let out a sigh of relief or a prayer of thank you because we did wait on God and saw the consequences if we decided to take on things within our own power. So, listen, I know we all been there. We had a hallelujah, thank you, Jesus moment. <laughs> well, we were glad even dealing with dating, dating certain people sometimes. You know, we say we dodged a bullet. I dodged a bullet. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, Lord, I dodged a bullet with that one. You know, I. so we have to, you know, we have to understand. A lot of times God's timing is for our protection. You know, he knows if you love him, you know that he loves you. Everything is for the protection. He's the father, right? And what fathers do in the natural is that they protect their daughters they look out for their daughters you know they they you know or sons they look out for their family you know they tell you and you may not like it you may not like the decisions you may not like what he doesn't you know what he wants you to do but it's ultimately for your good so god's timing trusting god's timing is for your good so let me continue reading y'all <laughs> The mistakes that we made going against God's timing should ultimately teach us and lead us to appreciate his sovereignty. You know, sometimes I thank God that he's in, most of the time, <laughs> I thank God that he's in control because I don't know everything, you know, I and, and that's where that being thankful and being that want to be humble, 
just know and acknowledge that you don't know everything. You do not know everything. I don't know what this, this earth is so vast. You know, I don't know everybody. I don't know people. I don't know a lot of, you know, things. So some, I'm happy that he can lead me and I don't have to figure it out. You know, our brains would burst, right? <laughs> if we were trying to figure everything out. And, and if you think about it, the times that you do worry, think about how much stress that you put on your own body and not trusting in God's timing. You know, you put so much stress on your body, so much strain on your body. You're having headaches. You're having so much issues going on with you instead of just giving it to God and trusting his timing, right? So um, the mistakes that we made going against God's timing should ultimately teach us and lead us to appreciate his sovereignty. I can even say today, I understand fully why, why marriage is not a game. Listen, I know people hate when I talk about waiting for marriage, being careful, praying to God, you know, preparing. I know people hate that because it sounds like I'm hating. I'm hating on y'all. I'm hating on marriage. I'm scaring people. And I'm really not. You know, these are things that I learned with not waiting on God's timing, right? You know, I, like I said, I can even say today, I understand fully why, why marriage is not a game. It's not a game. <laughs> marriage is not a game, y'all. and should be done in God's timing. But I had to bump my big head to find that out. Listen, I had to bump my big old head <laughs> to find that out. An enemy bumping my head, you know, I don't want all of y'all to bump y'all head to figure it out. You shouldn't want to bump your head. You shouldn't want to cause injury to yourself to find that out. You should want to listen to someone that's been there and done that. The, come on. Come on, Jaleesha. It's definitely not. And it's not for the week. It is not a game. You know, so if you are selfish. You know, if you don't understand that your happiness does not rest in another person, you'll get ate up. <laughs> you'll get ate up. You know, it's it's purely duty driven. Yes, there's bonuses. Yes, there's benefits. It's enjoyable. To me, I love serving, you know, a, a, a person. I just love being in service, you know. So to me, I enjoy it. It was never a problem um cooking and you know grocery shopping and doing all of those house things and you know as far as making sure that he ate matter of fact you know they got most of the meat he got most of the meat he got most of the food and i ate what whatever what was left <laughs> you know or what you know or i always thought of him first but that was just you know my happiness you know, it, I try to rest it on that. I try to make it seem like that would make me complete. And that was my rush. That was my push. You know, that was my incentive in my mind to be married is that I don't want to be lonely. You know, I want somebody that's going to make me complete. And that's what that rush was. See, that was flesh. You know, that was what that rushed for. Oh, that one's going to make me a different person. He's going to, 
you know, make me complete, make me have purpose on this earth. And that's going to ultimately make me happy. And when it didn't turn out that way, you know, it was like, well, what's, what went wrong? What did I miss? God, what did I miss? You know? So I thank God, even in that and him healing me through time that I'm not scarred by it. You know, I'm not scarred by it. I don't have, I'm not bitter about it, you know, about marriage. I believe in it and I believe in it time and time and time again, no matter what happened to me or whatever, I still believe in it, but I love to testify about it, to wait on God's timing, you know, and I'm going to talk about more what that consists of, you know, it's just not about waiting. It's just not about just sitting and twiddling, twiddling your thumbs and waiting God to open up a door. It really does require your participation. So let us talk about what is going on in today's world. The sequence of events currently going in the world will lead us to believe that time has to be taken into our own hands. And I talked about that a little earlier. If we are to do what God has told us to do, what if I told you that preparation is still in order and fits so perfectly with God's timing? God, that, that timing of God encompasses preparation that's included that's in the package deal <laughs> he adds that you know in that waiting period in that timing you know waiting on his timing waiting for him you know while he's doing stuff behind the scenes you are the behind the scenes as well he's preparing you that preparation is part of it you are not wasting time preparing i think somebody needs to hear that you are not wasting time preparing. Preparing is not a waste of time. It's going to make you so much better. It's going to make you so much peaceful in the promise that God gives you. It's such a blessing to have time to prepare. To me, that is like the, 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 the frosting <laughs> on the cake. He gives you time to prepare. Let's see. Yes. Now that is what I have trouble with, the preparation versus putting my hands to do what I asked him. Man, I'm saying, gotta wait. Gotta wait, Jaleesha. You gotta wait. You know, and it just seems like, okay, well, God, well, maybe I can help you. Nope, he's, he's slapped that hand in a way that we don't, <laughs> we won't appreciate, you know, but he gives us time, you know, so that is to encourage anyone that waiting period that timing of of god uh, you know now in between what he has promised preparation is included and i would even say let's see i even i think i wrote this in here um i would even say that it is even a requirement to enjoy and have peace in the blessing that is one thing that i learned that god ministered to me he said if you wait you know, if you wait and you get prepared, you will are guaranteed to have peace in the blessing. You are guaranteed to have joy in the blessing, what you're waiting for. You're guaranteed to have that because you were you you took that time to prepare. You took that time while I was doing things behind the scenes, while I was preparing, while I was building, while I was doing this and this and that. You are preparing yourself so that you will be able to enjoy and have peace 
in the blessing. How many of you know that blessing can quickly turn into a curse? Like you get it and then all of a sudden you're complaining. You complaining. Oh God. I can't, you know, I would use the having a baby as an example. So you have, you've been praying to God for a child, praying to God that, you know, God will allow you to carry a child. The baby come and now we complain. Now we're just like, I don't know if I can handle this. You're pulling your hair out, <laughs> but you ask God for this. And in the midst of you asking, were you preparing yourself for motherhood? Were you um, praying? Were you looking in scriptures? Were you um, talking with other mothers and, and, and getting them maybe an idea of what all that it takes, what to prepare for, right? You know, the same as even with owning a business or starting a business, you know, it's all good. It's all fun and games, you know, to start a business and, and get it open, but to keep it going, nobody really wants to know the answer to that because now it sounds you being negative. You are you trying not to let, no, you know, we it's, it's in the preparation and you want your bless. you want your blessing to, you want peace in your blessing. You don't want to be stressed out and what you've been asking God for, right? So the answer to that is preparation, right? All right. So, um, but we get so flustered about the delay that we feel that it is a denial. We can't get frustrated. You know, we, we say that in passing that, oh, delay is not denial. Do we really believe that? Do we really believe that? If delay is not denial, we would take that time and get prepared. So, but we get so flustered about the delay that we feel that it is a denial. And if you are doing your part as instructed by God and not our calendar, what is promised is sure to come. I'm going to read that again. If you are doing your part as instructed by God and not our calendar what is promised is sure to come we don't have to push it we don't have to force it we don't have to make it come to pass you know it's if we just do and we seek god and i always use the scripture as you know give that that prayer that model prayer give us this day our daily bread and i always say God will give you crumbs. He will give you pieces that you can handle. God will never give you a loaf of bread every day because you just feel like you're that hungry because you're going to choke. You're going to choke. And it has the possibility to kill you. You know, you're going to be overstuffed. He gives you just enough. So then that you know, you know that other pieces come. You know you're going to get your crumbs throughout the, the week or whatever. You know that. So just be 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 grateful and and do what you can with that piece of of bread a day you know give us this day our daily bread because that's all we can handle truth be told that's all we can handle we don't want to be overwhelmed and that's another thing you know i pray to god with that often i don't ever want to be overwhelmed so even with that i have to trust god's timing he knows me he knows me in and out he knows me in and out he knows my heart so he knows maybe how easy I may get overwhelmed. So he can't release everything, you know, at the same time, you know, but if he wants to, he will. 
and he he will get you prepared for it you know if we if we adhere to it so let me even add this tidbit to this conversation i believe the reason we even have a time scale or a frame is because of what our eyes have fixated on i'll read that again let me even add this tidbit to this conversation I believe the reason we even have a time scale or a frame is is because of what our eyes have fixated on. Who are you watching that is doing the same thing that you're doing? Who are you watching, you know, that are, are achieving things maybe before you are? Who told you that you were behind or that there was an age or time frame to accomplish things? You got to think about it. What is the motive or what, what is pushing you to feel like, I can't wait on you, God, to, to do what you said, right? It is so easy to compare our lives to others that are our same age, race, and gender. If someone has children by 30, I feel that I should have children by 30. If someone makes their first million dollars before 40, I should have my first million dollars before 40. Everyone is, and I put everyone in quotations because, you know, that's how we do when we get in our emotions. We is It's everyone at this point. <laughs> everyone is getting married and finding love before 35. I am surely due for a husband or wife by now. Yep, flesh. Flesh puts us on a timetable that is not of God. Right? We have to be careful with that. Right? And so, you know, like I said at the end, I'm surely due for a husband or a wife by now. That comes from you looking at other people. Who told you that? <laughs> Who told you that? Did God tell you that? God will never do that. He would never compare you to any of his other children. We are different. And our fingerprint is the proof, right? Our fingerprint... <laughs> Is the proof that we're different. He will never compare you to a, a, another child of God. That is the devil. And that's our flesh. And the devil likes to, 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 to get our flesh all in a tizzy. Right? I laugh because if we are to be honest, we allow people to set things up in our mind. When did we ever consult God on when the right time would be for us? You know, there's so much to even just say in that, you know, um, and I'm going to go ahead and add this other tidbit while I'm on a roll. I can even put another tidbit into this conversation and ask, why isn't it enjoyable to just enjoy the middle? And I'll explain that, you know, as I'm reading, <laughs> but I'll read that part again. I can even put another tidbit in this conversation and ask. Why isn't it enjoyable to just enjoy the middle? As I call it, I'm learning that the middle is the most enjoyable part of the journey. The middle, right? Um, it's the learning, growing, and discovery stages that we will ultimately miss when we get what we kicked and screamed over. The middle. I find out everyone always focuses on when you get to a certain height or you get to where God you know, uh, wants you to be, you look back and you, and a lot of people reminisce on how good the middle was, right? 
on how good it was. Oh, remember the time, you know, I had this or I did this or I, it was quiet. I didn't have to worry about this, worry about that. But now that I'm busy, now you're going back and you're thinking about the middle, the cream in the middle of the Oreo. <laughs> right. That's the best part. That's good. That's a good, uh, um, good comparison. You know, uh, the cream in the middle of the Oreo, that is the best part to me. Right. Who wants them dry cookies? I like them. You know, you dip them in milk and ain't dry no more. But you know, who wants them dry cookies? You want the cream in the middle. And then, you know, you you it went by so fast. You ate it so fast. And then now you remember, remi reminiscing, get my lips together, reminiscing on how good it was. You know, so we have to cherish it, even though it may not feel good right now. But that's usually what we go back to when we get to the height. Like I uh, would never forget um, T.D. Jakes. I don't know what sermon it was or when he was talking. But, you know, we talk about T.D. Jakes here. T.D. Jakes said that he remembered the times where he was in his his little house and he, he you know, he remembered his cast iron skillets and remembering the meals and stuff that he would make. And he said, I was so happy there. I was so content in that space, right? Before he became big, before, you know, all of that attention came to him, he sometimes wishes to go back to that space. That space where it wasn't a lot of people, a lot of noise, a lot of, you know, busyness going on, a lot of trying to operate and run things and manage over people. But this is the things that we kick in and scream over. God, where's this? Where's that? And you you get there and then you're looking back when the times where you was nothing really going on. And those were the good times. Isn't that crazy? So that preparation, I believe, like I, I, I said in the beginning, that preparation, I believe, I believe helps us to be peaceful in the blessing. We can be joyful in the blessing, right? And, and, and also, you know, allows us to set boundaries. It, it doesn't allow us to be overwhelmed, you know, with that preparation. So the timing of God is valuable. Amen. So um, we were in the middle, right? <laughs> so um, why is it enjoyable just being in the middle? I'm learning that the middle is the most enjoyable part of the journey. It's the learning, growing, and discovery stages that we will ultimately miss when we get what we kicked and screamed over. Yes, I know everyone is not there where Jesus becomes enough right yep the oh come on yes the extra always comes with responsibility do y'all understand that what you're asking for is more responsibility <laughs> who wants more responsibility that's just like the people that want dogs i was a dog owner i had two big boxers them suckers are some responsibility right but you're focused on how cute they are and you know how much protection they provide but once you get to the really the nitty-gritty of it vet bills feeding them you know making sure that you're home you can't go anywhere 
You know, you have to make sure you have money to put them up. You have to have, you know, if you can, a dog sitter. So much responsibility. You know, so that's why the parents will be paying them kids mans when they be talking about some. I want a dog. I want a dog. Y'all fall for it. Okay. I want a dog. I want this. You're asking for responsibility. You know, and I got into that last week or or on the live where I was talking about being married. You know, what you're asking for is responsibility, right? You're asking for it. That's responsibility. So, anyways. Um, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> it's the learning, growing, and discovery stages that we will ultimately miss when we get what we kicked and screamed over. Yes, I know everyone is not there where Jesus becomes enough. I love this part right here, y'all. Everyone is not there where Jesus becomes enough, not just in the meantime, but enough anytime. Oh, man. We got to get past that that part where Jesus is only enough until, you know, and sometimes I believe God waits till he's enough all the time. You know, he don't want you to be him be enough in between time. He wants him. He wants you to take him as being enough all the time. I wrote down on a post-it. You know, I talk about Jesus and, and you know, just ugh. I wrote down on a post-it next to my desk a while ago and it said, Father, you are not my until, but my always. I just get so emotional. Father, you are not my until, but my always. And sometimes God waits for you to get to that point where he's not until, you know, you're not serving him. You're not praying to him until you get something, until you get a promise. He wants it to be so in your heart that, you know, you, you're going to always want to want to praise him, want to talk to him, even after he's delivered to you a blessing or whatever he has promised you. You know, after even after you get into a purpose, he wants to make sure that you don't forget about him. You know, that's ultimately the reason, you know, that he just tried to make sure you don't forget about me. You know, and we see that many times in the Bible. Yes, he wants to be your all, definitely. And we see this many times in the Bible, you know, especially when it comes to Abraham. Abraham and his wife prayed and wanted a, 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 you know, wanted a family so bad, wanted kids so bad, wanted a lineage so bad. God did promise it to him. He says, you'll have, you know, all of it, you know, just um, as numerous as the stars, you'll have a lineage as numerous as the stars, as much as, as the number of sand, you know, and Abraham looking at God like, um, when is this going to happen? Because I don't even have one. <laughs> when are you going to do this? Perfect example of moving out of the timing of God. You know, they they got together. Sarah's just like, hey, I'm too old. I don't know what God talking about. This ain't going to happen. I'm going to, hey, sleep with the handmaid, you know, and, and let that be done. Let that be it. And there you will, you will have your son. You know, that's the promise right there. 
That ain't how God wanted it. <laughs> God said what he said. It's going to come through Sarah. He didn't say, make your own way. So then Abraham gets, you know, ultimately has um, Ishmael. But this is something that wasn't, you know, in align with God. Bunch of trouble and issues happened with this. See, issues that they probably didn't even have to go through if they just waited and on the time of God. Then Sarah did ultimately have Isaac. And so what did God do? You know, tested Abraham's faith. Let me make sure that you're not going to forget about me. Let me make sure that your heart is still in this. Let me make sure that your faith, that, hey, that I'm enough. That if I gave it to you and I told you to give it up, would you do it? So Abraham took, you know, Isaac to get sacrificed. Ultimately, you know, God provided a sacrifice. He didn't have to sacrifice Isaac. You know, he got he got the 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 uh, sacrifice right there. So that was a testing of his faith. You know, let me make sure that I'm it, right? And God will do that. I'm gonna make sure that I'm it. So anyway, I want to go into all that whole thing. But Father, you are not my until by my always. My love won't change and my choice of him being top priority and my reason won't change because I stepped into what he promised. I believe a lot of times that is the point of how God's timing works. Now, this may seem boring to y'all, but my whole thing is this is the will of God. You can do it how you want to do it as many times as you want to do it. And you're going to find out you're going to be ending up in like a cycle in a, in a circle once you realize, you know, that God is enough. He waits to see how truly devoted we are to him in our hearts. And look, on the same post-it, I also wrote, even in his molding, it's something about knowing and feeling that God is near. If I had a choice of waiting and then promise fulfilled, and never hearing from my father again, I would abort the mission. It's not worth it. It's not worth it to me. The promise is only enjoyable because I know God is near. It's only enjoyable because I can feel him. It's only enjoyable when I can hear him louder than I've ever heard him before. Right? Like to me, that's what brings me joy. Like God, is, as, as I step into this, Will this also guarantee that I will become closer to you? You know, that's just me, y'all. That's just me. But that's ultimately should be our aim. You know, when we ask God for things, you should want to want it to give God glory. And in that giving him glory, he's bringing you closer, right? So to end this, so to end this blog, I want to say, enjoy the middle. God's timing is so much deeper than just simply waiting. It's a learning incubator in order for you to grow in God and to ultimately achieve that prize, which is him. I always say that. Y'all always know I come back to this, right? I always come back to this about God being the prize, about him being the focus. And I can get other angles because I, I'm saying this because... Whatever angle that God gives me to teach you guys and to part into you guys, all roads lead to Jesus. I always say that. 
All roads lead to Jesus. All roads lead to God. So no matter what you're going through, you know, it it will ultimately lead to him, right? Whatever you're going through, he's the answer. That's it. But I'm trying to get you guys, uh, uh, you know, when I, I do say things is to help you get over certain obstacles where you feel like God, nah, God ain't it. No, God is it. <laughs> but just trying to give you a pathway and a, a how to get through, you know, that confusion, if that makes any sense. So will you now enjoy the timing of God? So will you enjoy, you know, this timing of God? I hope so. You know, and that's the end of the uh, blog that i have you know i just really hope that it blessed you that was just on my mind and that was just on the heart of god you know to talk about his timing you know he wants his 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 children to don't worry about the timing you know don't worry about being behind don't worry about your age don't worry about none of that things will happen as it should as long as long as you are in communication with him what does that sound like what does that look like? That means you're consulting God. You're asking in, 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 in everyday life, like, God, is this the right way? Is this, you know, even if you're driving a car, whatever it is, consult with him, seek him out. You know, it, it, there's no right way to pray. You're talking to God. You know, this is your relationship with him, you know, and he'll talk back. He'll talk back if you are truly willing not to just get something, but if your heart is truly, you know, surrendered to him, he, you'll hear him. He'll answer back. It could either be, you know, it doesn't sound all, like loud or audible most of the time. Sometimes it could be a commercial, come on TV and you'll hear and you'll know it's God like you feel it. Like, oh God, you talking... <laughs> you're talking to me i know that's you i just asked i just prayed you know about what to do with this and that so it's like enjoy the ride enjoy it and as children of god it's a prerequisite prerequisite that we go through this because we have to tell somebody about it we have to teach other people how to hear from god like how to to, to know that it's him and through you know our 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 trials we're teaching people how to get through theirs and to find god you know through the trials. so that's the whole purpose even in this ministry the songs of my emotions ministries is to through your emotions how to seek god you know through it all and be empowered so then that you can be able to help somebody else all right <laughs> so i thank you guys for tuning in to this you guys know I, I try to be on under an hour and i really don't have um, anything else to say so if you want you know i did do like i said a podcast shorter than this about the timing of god if you want to go back and um look at that so i'm just going to go ahead and go through my little disclaimer subscribe to the youtube i am on youtube you know this does stream through youtube if you don't want to be bothered with facebook go on youtube and hit that bell to subscribe and you'll get notifications that I'm on. I'm on Instagram at Relinda C. McCoy. Um, you can email me also at Relinda McCoy at the pfme.com. Uh, subscribe to my podcast. It's available on most 
platforms i can't tell you all of them because sometimes i don't even know what i'm on you know i'll type it i'm like oh i'm on here so it's too many to kind of put on here on this line and um for most of you know that i am an author of the songs of my emotions book is on amazon it has my face on the cover i'm working on a, a poetry book that i'm really hoping to get out you know soon you know it's been really pulling on me for a long time to do this poetry book um and i'm kind of a little uh falling off with this TikTok. you know i get on it to put short messages but if you want to follow me on TikTok and funny things that i i put on there follow me as sonnet sonnets and bonnets but it's sonnets x bonnets so follow me on there so i thank you guys again for tuning in and I'll catch you next week, hopefully, if by God's grace. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, have a good night and enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye. <laughs>